Welcome to Realist Fuck with your girl, Crystal Sullivan. This podcast is for women who know they are meant for more. You're looking for change, ready to smash your fears, and ready to challenge the status quo. I'm here to inspire you to stand in your truth. No filter is needed. You are a badass just as you are. And my goal is for you to have the confidence to chase all your dreams. If you're ready to make an impact, feel empowered, and meet other women on the same mission, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Welcome to episode number five, how to avoid burnout. So first we're going to talk a little bit about what burnout is, just in case you're not aware of it. And then we're going to go into how to avoid burnout. And this topic is something that I am very excited to talk to you about because I suffer burnout a lot. I tend to do this to myself because I'm such a driven individual and I'm constantly go and I push myself just a little too hard sometimes. And I, I honestly, I think it's part of it's my personality. I don't know how not to push myself sometimes. Over the years, I have tried not to hit burnout. I've hit it less. So over the years, I have learned how to catch myself and do things differently to help prevent the burnout and from hitting it. And I have started taking things a little easier. But what I want to tell you is that before I learned about burnout, I beat myself up so bad because there were situations where I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can I not get certain things done? What is wrong with my brain? Why is it not functioning? So let's dive in so I can explain. So what burnout is, it's a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. And the personal identity is huge because we start to feel like we're not ourselves anymore. And that's also that saying of feeling like you're lost. So burnout is not a technical medical diagnosis, but Some experts, along with myself, feel like depression is behind burnout, but I would also say that anxiety could be around burnout or you could get anxiety because you're burnout. I also feel like feeling like you have ADHD can be from being burnout because a lot of times I keep telling myself, I feel like I have ADHD, but then I sit back and I'm like, do I have ADHD or am I just so burnt out that my brain just cannot function just at such a quick speed all the time and keep all these thoughts running around in my head going? So signs you're su- suffering from burnout because I want to make sure that everyone is understanding this and some of them are vague, but we're going to get into them a little bit deeper. But like I was saying, you put in so much effort and you're pushing and you f- might feel like you're you're running with your feet stuck in quicksand. You're not really getting anywhere. You feel your emotions much more strongly. Can I say that word? Like more than usual. Okay. You're feeling hyperactive or anxious, which is why I think having anxiety can be a part of it. You might have less energy. Like maybe you feel like you were always full of energy and now no matter how hard you try, you have no energy. Maybe every day after work, you're like drinking alcohol and things like that. Hopefully it's not prescription drugs or any of that kind of crazy stuff. But a lot of people, when they're feeling burnout, they self-medicate because they feel like there's no other way. You're physically and mentally overwhelmed and just tired. You might be moody and irritable. Like 
the smallest little thing can make you lose your mind. You feel like you can't make decisions. You're just spinning around and you think that you should have made a decision and it should be easy, but for some reason you have no motivation. No matter how hard you try, you have no motivation. You might have suicidal thoughts. God, please don't tell me that's not true. And if you do, hit me up because we need to talk. But maybe you withdraw from being around people People were asking you to, hey, you want to come to dinner? You want to hang out? And you're like, no, making up excuses constantly. It's okay to do that once. But if you find that you're doing it a lot, and these things are like, if you do them once in a while, you're obviously you're not burnt out. We all need rest and things like that. But I'm saying it's when this stuff becomes the norm. And then you're feeling hopeless and you can't seem to sleep or you feel you need to sleep all the time. These are a lot of things. And the reason why I want to go over them is because I started feeling like something was wrong with me. And I was like, God, I feel like I'm such a motivated person, but I can't seem to get anything done. My brain is not working. I'm sitting here and I'm like, yes, I want to get all this done. And I'm so goddamn excited. But then I'd sit down and nothing would happen. And it's because my brain was so burnt out that it just had nothing left. And I want you to realize what burnout is so that way you can start to implement things to get out of it or change it and start setting up steps so that way maybe you won't do it to yourself again or it will be less of a burnout because you're now more aware. Because the last thing you want to do if you're burnout is to beat yourself up because of things that you're doing because you don't know what burnout is and you don't realize that it's not something you have any control. Just as one example for you guys, with work, things were so crazy. We were understaffed, there was a lot going on. I was trying to do my job, plus help my team, plus do projects, and I was just so done. I had literally nothing left, guys. Every day, I could barely stay up till seven o'clock. My husband's, what's wrong with you? You're so miserable. Like, I just had nothing left. I felt like I should have had all this energy because I'm eating healthy and I'm working out, but yet there was nothing there. I was so damn tired and so mentally exhausted. I actually took off This might sound crazy to people, but I actually took off a whole week of work, used a whole vacation week, and I slept for the most of it. And for those of you that don't know me, I never, ever take naps. Not that I think naps are bad. I think naps are great, actually. But it's just something I've never been able to do. I can't sleep during the day. It's just a struggle for me. So for me to literally sleep like four days out of that whole week, like I was really struggling emotionally and mentally to pull myself together. And it didn't matter what I did, all the self-help stuff. It didn't, It nothing was working. And that's when I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why can I not push through this and it's because I needed to take a step back and I needed the time to recoup. So I'm hoping that I can help you understand this and help you put things into place so that way you don't reach that level of burnout. And just so you guys are aware that if you allow and keep going at the speed that you're going at and you hit burnout and you keep going at 150 miles an hour and you don't want to stop because you think that you can't, you will end up in the hospital. Burnout is, it's real. Stress can really damage us. So that's why this is super important to me. I harp on it a lot. My friends know this because 
I know that if I didn't take steps to stop myself, I would have probably ended up in the hospital because I was starting to feel like pain and just not feeling okay. So that's why. And I've read so many stories about people that pushed and pushed and ended up in the hospital. And some of them were told by doctors that if they didn't stop now, they probably would not be here later. Burnout. Let's talk about ways to avoid it. These are things that I have put in place. And some of these things I'm very stingy on because of the fact that I have suffered with burnout way too many times than I care to admit. First thing first is this lovely thing we like to talk about called boundaries. And boundaries is an act of self-love. Saying no to other things is a gift to yourself, okay? So we need to talk about what boundaries do we want to set. And sometimes your boundaries may be things that you need to set with others. And then sometimes boundaries are what you need to set with yourself, okay? It's not always, oh, I don't want this person to do that to me. Like maybe it's something that you need to tell yourself, oh, I don't, I'm not going to do I'm not going to drink every night. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like you might need to set a boundary with yourself so that way you can start to feel better. And one thing about boundaries is usually coming up with the boundaries, you know yourself well enough to know, oh, I know what I need to do. Okay. But the hard part of boundaries is honestly is sticking with them. So you might need some type of accountability and Not everyone is going to respect your boundaries, sadly, as some people will push and push. And it's honestly your duty to stand up for yourself and to push as hard as you can to keep your boundaries where you might need to remind people what your boundaries are. You might need to start small with a smaller boundary to then work up to what you ultimately want your boundary to be. If you have allowed people to do certain things and you're now putting a boundary up where you're saying like, uh, let's just use a boundary of you have a nine to five job, but you find yourself working all hours of the night. That's your duty to put that boundary in place. I used to do that. I used to work like all hours of the night, staying up late. And what? It didn't make a difference. The work was still there the next day. It never, never went away. Things like that. So I put that boundary in place and I'm pretty (laughs) super strict about it. And I tried to remain and stick to those boundaries. And honestly, the more you do it, the more people will start to respect it and know, okay, this is how it works. This is how she is, whatever. So number two, um, listening to your mind and body. This is goes on like that self-reflection of paying attention to things that you do. Like you may need to avoid pushing through mentally. Sometimes I'll say to myself, I'm just so damn tired today. I've got nothing left in me, just feeling so exhausted. And the old Crystal would have said, just get it done, Crystal. Just push through. You have a deadline. You need to get this done, whatever. Okay. The new me, I'm like, nope, sometimes I need a day. I need, although I told myself I'm going to get this done, I say, If I don't get this done, will I do a better job at this tomorrow because I'm more well-rested? So this has really helped me. And like with self-awareness, you're going to learn to see the difference between you being lazy and you truly needing a fucking break. There is a difference between needing a break 
and being lazy. And that's why if you're three days in and you're like still telling yourself, whatever, I'm just going to sit on this couch, then you just have to check in with yourself to see if you're being lazy. And honestly, all it takes is you being truthful with yourself to know we're not dumb. We know what it is we're doing. Pushing through though is usually what hurts you in the long run. And this is why I suffered from burnout is because I felt those feelings of, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. And I just kept going and just kept, because I felt as if I just couldn't stop. And one thing you'll notice if you start to take time to relax and let yourself be, you will get more done the next time you sit down to do whatever it is, or you do whatever you decided not to do because your brain is rested. You're feeling relaxed and it allows you to get more accomplished. And listening to your mind and body, sometimes you just need 10 minutes to step away from your desk or go for just a walk outside to breathe in some fresh air. Sometimes that's all you need. I do that a lot. Sometimes I'll be dealing with something and I get super frustrated and I walk away. I take a few breaths, a few deep breaths, and then I come back and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. But then like I told you in the beginning, sometimes you need a day, sometimes you need days, but just sit back and reflect and then you'll know the time. And then number three, spend time screen free, noise free. Sit with your thought. I know I've gone over this before, but scrolling social media is usually the worst thing for you if you're already mentally exhausted because of the fact that there's so much stimulation, there's so much coming in at you. You're doing nothing but making your brain work harder, which is gonna make you even more tired. A lot of times people think that scrolling on social media is something they do when they relax because this girl right here, that's what I used to think, but it honestly makes it worse. So another thing I like to do is I like to watch like a no-brainer movie that's good because it just takes my mind off of things. And this is why I said it can be different things. Scrolling social media can be mentally exhausting. Sometimes the TV can be mentally exhausting. But then sometimes you just need a movie to get your mind off of something and daydreaming into whatever you're watching or whatever. It helps switch the pace. So that's why I said it needs to be a balance. And then your mind and your body are trying to tell you something. If you don't listen, you won't know what's up. That's why you need to sit and think and be able to escape. And I know if you have little kids, escaping is hard. Sometimes going to the bathroom is not even peaceful. So I get it. But even if you have to get up 10 minutes early just to give yourself some time to get started for the day and think and be by yourself, trust me, it makes a huge difference. Number four is something that I have learned about recently, and it's breathe. Take deep breaths. Like we, most of us are shallow breathing and we're not really paying attention. And if we take the time to take deep breaths, you'll realize that it helps you calm you down. Like even if you're doing something and you're just, just like one to two of those and you're like, okay, you'll feel a sense of calm come over you. Breath work has been known to heal the body in so many different ways that I'm learning about. And I hope to share with you guys more on the podcast, but and take, when you breathe, one of the ways you can do it is breathe in the same number that you breathe out. So if you go, you can breathe in and go, 
So that's one, two, three, and then breathe out. One, two, three. So that's breathe in the same number you breathe out, and it just makes it so you have to consciously slow down. And the number, you can adjust the number. It's completely up to you, as long as it's not like one, 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 one. <laughs> Make sure it's like at least three to four. It will help calm your mind, and it'll. if you do it more often, you'll less likely crash right into burnout because you're taking more time to unwind. And the fifth thing, I talked about this before in the listen to your mind and body, but that's walk away. Walk away. So many of us, we're, we're doing our work and we're getting frustrated and pissed off and we just keep grinding. And all you need to do is, all right, I got to walk away and just get up and walk away. Go to the bathroom. If you can, walk downstairs. If you can, walk outside for five minutes. Getting outside, outdoors, fresh air, like, really makes a difference. But a lot of us just keep going and pushing through that daily grind. And even though, like, you've had enough, you just keep pushing. But just walk away. And some people are going to say to me, I can't walk away. I'm working. I'm doing whatever. Listen. You can walk away for five minutes. Like, you got to take a bathroom break, right? Like, we can walk away. And if you are telling yourself you can't walk away, that's part of the boundaries you need to set with yourself. Okay? Take a five-minute walk. Take a long walk. It doesn't matter. Just stepping away for a few minutes can help you gain control of your thoughts. It'll allow you to take a few deep breaths. And your mind can calm down so that you can help reduce some of your stress. That is my five points on burnout. I really hope that this helps you, help you calm your mind and your body down so that you do not suffer from burnout like I have in the past. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Real as Fuck with your girl, Kristen Sullivan. If you love this episode as much as I did, head over, rate, and subscribe. So you never miss an episode. I cannot wait to hang out with you again soon. Until then, have an awesome week.